Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positive Sports Report, covering middle school athletics for the San Juan Unified School District. I'm your host, Dana Smith. I serve as middle school athletics director for San Juan Unified. I'm a teacher and coach at Carnegie Middle School and a certified trainer for Positive Coaching Alliance. In this month's episode, we have a description of what it means to be a triple impact competitor and an interview with former Carnegie and Bella Vista wrestler and current Nittany Lion Wrestling Club member and USA Wrestling Team member, Jennifer Page Rogers. Let's roll. In the first two episodes, we talked about what it means to be a double goal coach who pursues wins while teaching life lessons, what it means to be a second goal parent who supports those life lessons, so this week, we want to talk about what it means to be a triple impact competitor. Those competitors work at three levels. First, on themselves. They make themselves better by developing a growth mindset through maintaining a teachable spirit, being hungry for feedback. They pursue mastery by giving maximum effort at workouts, practices, and competitions. They improve their mental game with tools like visualization, positive self-talk, and a mistake ritual to increase their resiliency and more quickly bounce back from mistakes. They set goals, track progress, and make adjustments when facing the inevitable setback. They're a 24-hour athlete who avoids high-risk behaviors and manages diet, hydration, and sleep to optimize performance on and off the field. Secondly, they make their teammates better. They're a leader who fills emotional tanks through encouragement and support. They seek opportunities to help team members improve. They develop empathy to be able to put oneself in his or her teammates' shoes. They learn to give constructive criticism at the right time and in the right way. They're a team player who prioritizes team success and builds team chemistry. And they learn to manage and resolve conflicts. Thirdly, they make the game better. They make the game better by being guided by the roots of honoring the game with respect for the rules, opponents, officials, teammates, and self to make the game better. They use their status and influence as an athlete to improve their school community, including helping to prevent hazing and bullying. So it's a big challenge for the triple impact competitor, and it's not easy. It requires mental discipline and knowing your values so well, you don't sacrifice them under pressure. But if you build a commitment to being a triple impact competitor into who you are as a person, you'll find it can provide a larger meaning for your involvement in sports, and it will pay off for you in meaningful ways in the rest of your life. For more information about what it means to be a triple impact competitor and to find out about triple impact competitor scholarships, go to positivecoach.org. Okay, we are lucky, very lucky in our third episode of the Positive Sports Report to have an alumni of the San Juan Unified School District and a participant in our middle school wrestling program. And I'm lucky to say uh, one of my former wrestlers as well. She is a three-time U.S. Open National Champion. She was third at the 2021 Olympic Trials Challenge Tournament, won the U.S. World Team Trials in 2022, and as I said, a former Carnegie and former Bella Vista wrestler. Jennifer Page, welcome to the Positive Sports Report. I'm so happy to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. All right, so just as you warm up for practice and you warm up for matches, we have to give you a warm up for our interview. So you ready for your warm up question? 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> if there was a sandwich named for you, what would be on it? Hmm. Can it be an ice cream sandwich? Sure. I like that. Be creative <laughs> with it. I love ice cream sandwiches. Go for it. Yeah, let's go with that then. I would say it's got to be it's got to be like a, you know, double chocolate type ice cream with a I'd, I'd go with ice cream sandwich. But the good kind, you know, not like those cheap kinds with the, you know, vanilla and just plain. It'd be like Yeah. The kind just... with the cookies and really good ice cream in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> good answer. I like that a lot. Being creative. Thinking outside the box. Perfect. All right. Um like I said, I had the pleasure of coaching you in middle school. And at that time, you were a pioneer in San Juan Unified School District as far as a, a female wrestler participating in our programs. And I might add a very successful female wrestler in our programs as well. Um, talk a little bit about that experience um, of being a pretty much the only female wrestler in our school district at that time and how you handled that, especially at that age. Yeah, um, honestly, I think a lot of the credit towards getting me through that goes to you. I think having a really supportive coach um, was, is just really, you know, being the only one, it, it was really hard. Um, and that's that's at the age. Uh, girls are dropping out of sports at twice the rate of boys at that age. Um, and that, that is when kids start to drop out of sports too in middle school, high school. Um, it, it gets harder. There's more pressure. And being the only girl there was really, um, it was definitely very tough. But I had, I think you really set um, just a good environment in the room, really supportive. Um, and so I, I actually think it was probably the best environment I've, I've been in throughout my entire career as far as uh, positive and just really just encouraging and you know we worked hard obviously we did the right things but we also just really uh enjoyed we what we did and uh supported each other and i think that was really what kept me in it and kept me through um really for you know i credit that for keeping me in for the rest of my career really is that getting through that part you know I was always amazed at how um, just how calm you always were and how much fun you had with it, especially and th this is one of my I tell the story all the time. And it's one of my favorite memories of my whole coaching career when we were at regionals and you were getting ready to wrestle in the semifinals and the kid on the other side of the mat was jumping up and down, swinging his arms and saying loudly, I'm wrestling a girl over and over again like it was funny. And I just looked at your dad and I said, this kid's going to get thrown. And I looked back at you and you were laughing about it and you went out and just took it to that kid. And it was just, I was just amazed at that age, how you could handle things like that and just remain calm and just have fun with it and go out and wrestle. And in fact, I still have your picture in the room of you with that kid in a head and arm uh, on the mat with his eyes closed. One of my favorite, I know you hate that picture <laughs> and it got hung up all over the place at tournaments, but it is definitely one of my favorites. And one, it's such a great memory. Um, it, and at that time, you put in so much hard work. You were one of the hardest working, if not the hardest working person in the room. And, and I know you've worked hard during your wrestling career and enjoyed a lot of success. Um, but give our listeners a little bit of a summary of what you've been doing since middle school, because it's a lot and it's just amazing. I know you have great stories, but tell them a little bit about what all that hard work and focus has done for you, because you've also faced some obstacles along the way that you've overcome. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I did, so I kept wrestling in high school, wrestled at Bella Vista and, um, from there so I wrestled my freshman year of college I went to Oklahoma City University and um they were the only school that recruited me I didn't really know anything about girls wrestling in in college or well actually I didn't really know anything about girls wrestling in general so I was really lucky that they happened to see me and asked me to wrestle on their team and I was like sure and I went and uh we won a team national title and I won an individual national title in college that year and they actually took me to um they took me they took us to the US Open and I qualified for uh the Olympic trials that year and I made my first national team that freshman year and uh from there I decided to move to the Olympic Training Center out in Colorado Springs so I actually graduated from University of Colorado out there I went to school while training at the Olympic Training Center um, which took a little bit of extra time, uh, a lot, it's a lot harder, uh, to do it that way than it is to, when you're a student athlete, you get a lot of assistance, but when you're an athlete student and you don't wrestle for your school, it was, uh, it took a lot of work there too. I just really like taking the hard route apparently. Um, <laughs> so I was there <laughs> for seven years out in Colorado, um, and I did actually during that time, I had three knee surgeries um you know kind of one after the other and that was of course rough uh, I did have that's when I, I won my first national title in 2014 and then shortly after is when I got hurt um then I came back from that one another national title at the end of 2016 got hurt again 2017 2018 was out um if came back right before COVID, COVID shut the whole world down. And then, uh, but right before, right before COVID, I actually ended up moving out to Penn State. So that's where I'm currently training uh, for the past three years. I've been uh, with the Ninny Lion Wrestling Club out in Pennsylvania. And uh, I've been able to make a comeback here. So I've been healthy and uh, good. I've been, um, I won another, uh, you know, another U.S. Open, uh, Pan Am Championships. Uh, throughout the last 10 years as a national team member, I do travel internationally. So I've actually got some tournaments coming up. I'll be able to go to Egypt and Bulgaria, which is going to be really cool. Um, so it's been great. I've been all over the world, had a lot of experiences. It's a whole lot of things that I would have never been able to experience otherwise. It's really um it's just crazy that I actually get to do this for my job it's my job is to wrestle and that's that's so cool um but it also is my very... job is to brag about <laughs> you wrestling that's my job <laughs> yeah but it, it definitely is very hard I mean it's it's never been easy all the way you know from first starting you know being the only girl all the way up till well uh, you know, now I'm one of the only there's me and one other girl at, at Penn State right now. So uh, it's never been easy for sure. Uh, but I've been really lucky to have the opportunities and the experiences that I've had. So I'm definitely grateful for all that. And, you know, Denver, I think one of the things that's really impressive about your story is the perseverance through the injuries. And it also goes to the idea of um, you, know, you have a college degree that you've done while you did this. And having that in your back pocket, but also just having that perseverance to get through those injuries and the rehab that goes with that and trying to stay connected to what's going on. That's, that's, uh, 
takes something special for sure. And a, definitely a love for the sport, but I find that just so impressive that you were able to do all that and just still stick to it and stick to your plan and your goals through those injuries as well. Cause it wasn't one, right. It wasn't <laughs> got through this one. Now, now my luck is with me. It was, it was a few and you just kind of kept at it and kept going. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really impressed with that. And it kind of takes us a little bit into the next question. If you want to touch on that part of it, um, but physical and mental training balance is critical for an athlete's success. We know, um, what's your physical and your mental preparation as you approach major competitions, especially. Um, so I've definitely gotten better at that the older I, uh, the older I get. And, um, it is a little bit, uh, maybe different now. Cause, uh, when you're younger, you compete a lot more frequently. So you kind of just always have to be ready. Um, now I have a little bit more preparation before, especially the bigger tournaments, you know, like you spend all summer getting ready, you know, for some of these like world championships. So, um, uh, but definitely, um, obviously like diet, I drink, I try and drink a gallon of water every single day with, uh, with electrolytes to sugar-free electrolytes. So I'm not like drinking all these sugar drinks. Um, so that's a big thing, you know, physically just taking care of your body. I'm getting the rest that I need. Um, sleep is obviously a big one. It's the little things, you know, sleep, water, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that really, it makes a big difference. Um, and then obviously I, you know, clean up my diet. Um, I try to do more weight maintenance, uh, instead of weight cutting, weight cutting, uh, obviously isn't good for you, you know, hurts your performance. So, um, that's the physical side. Um, the mental side, uh, a lot of visualization, um, just really a lot of visualization. Cause that, it, you know, that trains your body as well. It's actually physical, uh, preparation. Yeah. That's um, a huge point right there. So I'm, I'm going to just cut in really quick for you. Cause you're making a huge point that your body does not know the difference between visualization and work. Now, yes, your muscles can get bigger and you get stronger, but you're still building that myelin or that muscle memory through that visualization to train your body. And I, I have to imagine when you were injured, you were doing a lot of that too, to kind of get through that and keep prepping. Yeah, for sure. And it's a good way to work through, um, just performance anxiety, you know, when you get out there, um, I, my, my last match well, there, there's all these things to improve, but, uh, my, my final X, my first match, I went out there and it, everything happened because I had been visualizing it like all summer, I, you know, my match got delayed and I had like so much preparation <laughs> for this match. And I went out there and everything was perfect. And I got off the mat and I was telling my coach, I'm like, it was exactly like in my head, like everything played out. Um, and then, you know, I, there's other, other things that I still need to work on, but um, it really, your body does learn and remember, um, it's, it's really important and something that people probably don't, uh, utilize, um, as much as they could. Um, yeah. And you know, another part of that too, when you say it came out just the way I pictured it, and I, I like to talk about the idea that, um, confidence requires evidence and you can give your brain evidence through that visualization by seeing it happen in a positive way and seeing success that just adds more of that evidence to build your confidence. Yeah, definitely. And uh, one thing that they do at Penn State, too, I think a lot of my positive, um, I, I've really gotten a lot better mentally being at Penn State. Just they're, uh, they have a really good uh, mindset for for a competition. And I mean, they'll they'll draw pictures of themselves on the podium, uh, like literally picturing yourself winning. 
I don't know. It's like a, what's it called? Like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, It's that kind of, you know, positive and it has to be realistic too. Like you have to believe it. You can't just, you know, say whatever. Um, But you really have to, you know, focus and focus on, you know, in your training, you're going to have good days. Um, You're going to have not good days, but just always kind of framing it in a positive way. Um, And just the way that you look at yourself and, you know, talk to yourself and about yourself is really important. So I try and work on that all the time, but especially uh, I would say more visualization uh, leading up into a competition is uh, definitely important. So now there are rumors out there about Penn state and coach Lane. And I asked David Taylor about this, but he refused to confirm or deny that this was true, that there are some really good dodgeball games at Penn state. <laughs> would, would you like to address that rumor? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, are we not supposed to talk about it? Yeah, they play a whole lot of dodgeball. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I think the point of that, too, and this is a big thing that you hear about Penn State wrestling, is that they recruit people that have fun with wrestling. That it, mm-hmm. it should be fun. It's really, really hard. Um, but something really hard can be fun, too. And I, I have always appreciated that idea of they recruit wrestlers that like to have fun with wrestling to keep that yeah. kind of positive atmosphere in a room. I think that's super important. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think one thing is it really, it kind of starts practice on an upswing, you know, like it sets kind of a good, um, just a good environment, good mood for practice. And I think that's a, it's just a great way to start practice. You know, you don't want to start practice being like, oh man, I'm tired and sore from yesterday or whatever. Like you get in there and like, yeah, you're probably sore, but then you play dodgeball and you forget about it and then you're happy and then you have a good practice. So, um, you know, I think they're really strategic with how they do that. And, uh, it's, it's not all just like, you know, like they, they do it on purpose. It's a, it's just a, it sets up a good environment in the room. So never forget to have fun. And coach Lane and I got to go to a a practice at Mizzou and they were playing dodgeball when we arrived as well. So they were having (laughs) fun in this big giant wrestling room. So that's great. Well, (laughs) Jennifer, I really appreciate you, um, coming on. I was really looking forward to this and you uh, just proved why I was really looking forward to it. I appreciate your time um, and giving back because that's part of what we like to do too, right? Is give back to um, where we come from and you've always been willing to do that. So I really appreciate it. So thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. A big thank you to Jennifer Page Rogers of the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club and USA Wrestling for joining us on this episode. Upcoming for middle school athletics in San Juan Unified, we have our district championships for wrestling on February 16th at Castro Roble High School, and track and field begins in March for our K-8 and middle school athletes. We have a great opportunity coming up for middle school athletes and their parents with a combined second goal parent and Triple Impact Competitor Workshop by Positive Coaching Alliance. It'll take place on March 15th at Carnegie Middle School from 6 to 8 p.m. There is limited space available, so check our Instagram page or with your school for the registration link. This month's shout-out goes to Sports Coach America. Check out the positive contributions they're making to youth sports at sportcoachamerica.org. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service and follow us on Instagram at the Positive Sports Report. Until next time, let's keep our sports positive.